And we're back. Welcome to the Do We Think podcast, a podcast amongst friends where we talk about wine items, celebrity gossip, TV recaps, and all those kinds of good things. Emily, how are you? I'm doing great, Jesse. We are in our last day of February. We're about to embark on the spring season and, you know, spring and regrowth, they really go hand in hand. So I'm looking forward to a change. So, yes. Um, I think we just want to really quickly acknowledge what is going on in the world in Russia and Ukraine. And Ukraine is in our prayers. And we wish for peace and what, what else? What's, what's another word? Um, and safety for everybody, you know? Yes. Um, yeah, very, I, think, I think well said, Jesse. We're definitely like it's heavy on our hearts. It's heavy on our minds. And we just um, want to pay our respects. So, yes, that's 100%. Yeah. Okay. So we have a lot to talk about today. The main topic being the Euphoria season finale. I'm going to share my thoughts. I have them written down and then I want you to share your thoughts. Okay. I'm very curious about your thoughts. So I'm excited. Okay. First, I wrote down, I cannot believe the carousel scene made it into the play. (laughs) (laughs) Truly, like, honestly, was Lexi even there? How does she know? (laughs) I know. That was harsh. Um, I know. I also, I had no faith in Faye, but she was a fucking real one. She really tried. She tried. And you know what? She may have succeeded a tiny bit. That's true. Can get to that, I guess. Ashtray got to chill the fuck out. Um, Fezco made it out in better shape than I feared. There were some spoilers going around that he was going to die in the season finale. And so I was really scared about that. So I was happy he didn't. Um, I was a little bit of a spoiler because I knew that he was signed on to season three. So because oh, okay. I knew that, I was like, okay so he's fine he's gonna be fine whatever happens yeah the fez and ash scenes and the fez and lexi scenes are my favorite um now that i know he's gonna be in season three but i'm like is he just gonna be sitting in jail or on the sidelines because that's gonna be sad well who knows probably i mean like and then, he's definitely gonna be in jail like no matter what he has to be in jail because he fucking had those weapons in his house you don't have those yeah. weapons in your house legally, especially if you have no. a minor in the house. So yeah, that's child endangerment. Yeah. So um, that last look between Fez and Ash that was heavy. Damn. That was watching like him have to watch Ashtray die was probably the most traumatic thing that could have happened to Fez, and just that parallel of the first episode where you see Ashtray and he's sitting as a baby in that hallway the first time Fez ever saw him to ending them being in the same position. I just felt like from like, and I know like the show has gotten so much flack for its writing this season, but like 
I feel like it was a really great 360 of paralleling the beginning of the season to the end. I really felt like this season was Fez's story to tell and it was Rue's story to tell. And a lot of the other stories like weren't, did not like, did not play a huge role. I feel like those two stories were really like the guide, especially just with the yeah. way that the fact that the season started this way, I think that and me and Chris were talking about it. It was like a foreshadow. It was like the first yes. episode that we we built this emotional connection to Ashtray and Fez. So when the ending happened, we all felt something. Like I think that first episode was like the reason why the last episode works, you know? That's true. I just think like it's so tough. Like Ashtray was too young to know how to deal with like the killing of Mouse. And it's so crazy that like the grandma, the first episode and her tenant um tenant what the heck I was gonna say tendency of like treating Fez like an adult but like that kind of same thing happening with Astro is what ends up like getting him killed and like he's like empowered to feel like an adult with like full agency but like his brain hasn't really like developed to even fully understand things. Astro was raised by a child and like that was a child that didn't have the brain capacity to raise a child you know so like there was no way that that like a bug who would be like Astro that like he was so stupid. Like, what were you thinking? And it was like, he, he didn't know. He's only lived this life of like drugs and violence. That's what he's brought up in. And like a world where like, that's how you resolve conflict is with violence. So like, yeah, you can say it was dumb. Like it was dumb. Like the part that I didn't understand because this to me was kind of strange. It's like, he knew that Fez was outside the door. So why was he shooting? Like, didn't he know? He oh my God, I have that written down. I was like, how did he not know he was going to shoot That was Fez? the one thing where Chris and I, at the end of the episode, we were like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, he's doing this to protect Fez, but at the same time, he's shooting where Fez is standing. He knows he's yeah. outside the door. This kid has a freaking, um, whatever kind of gun, machine gun. He knows yeah. the power. Like, that is a powerful-ass weapon. Of course it's going to freaking hit Fez. That doesn't make any sense. Anyway. I know. Um, I was – it's weird. I was somewhere between overwhelmed and underwhelmed in this episode. I was I was overwhelmed. Not overwhelmed. I wasn't overwhelmed or underwhelmed, actually. I think the only, like, times I felt overwhelmed or adrenaline were the Fez scenes – um, I definitely kind of wish we had gotten more like Maddie and Cassie, but Cassie, like, like when I, when, when I was thinking about the Cassie from season one and the Cassie from season two, like she is such a different character to me. Like season one, like, yeah. yes, like all she craved was men's approval because of like the, you know, the loss of her dad being in her life. Um, but she's was such, she was soft-spoken. Like, mm-hmm. she like, everything with McKay, like her character development. I was just really surprised to see her like go so much off the rails that she did on that stage. Like, I don't know. I just, that seemed like a diff, the personality seemed like a 180. And maybe that's just because she's so messed up from like what she did to Maddie and like what she did to Nate. And it's like catching up to her mentally. And she was having a mental breakdown, which I think it's like what she what was going on, but it did seem like insane. Like, insane. But I would have loved to see, like, Maddie, like, probably push her a little more. But what are you going to do? 
I want to talk about the last moment with Cassie and Maddie when Maddie was like, don't worry, this is just the beginning. And like Cassie's face when she realized like she's not special and she's just going through the same thing that Maddie did. But like Maddie, I feel like in that moment finally had closure and like knows that she's done with yeah, both of them. Definitely. Like she definitely had closure in that. And, and then it was just like, I feel like for Maddie, it was a mirror for her to see, oh, I was crazy over that that is what I was like. I was nuts over that. Like it was this mirror of like, I don't want to be the girl that's obsessed with the guy. I want to be more independent. And I, and I think, I think, and I hope that like season three, we get more Maddie because she's my favorite character. Like Maddie. Me, yeah. I love Maddie. Um, me too. I think that like, there's a lot of like interesting character development with her. And I I'm, look forward to more of that. I'm also just, like, sad that it's, like, the end of Fez and Ash. Like, like, I wonder, like, what, like, like, if Ash, like, didn't, like, so quickly, like, kill Custer um, without, like, realizing what was going on, like, that everything probably would have been fine if he didn't do that. Like, so now the cops know about Lori, but, like, what makes me mad is, like, there's just some things that just, like, didn't get addressed at all. Like, we had, like rue take all those drugs and then that like should have had a consequence but it like never did and I, we had the... I don't think enough time has elapsed like i read a lot of people on twitter saying that i'm like if we answered like all these questions like there wouldn't be a season three like we can't just like That's i true. think that season three is going to be about rue being sober but dealing with the consequences of her drug abuse and i think that, that has to play a role that's what i think mm. and i think Anything that haunts her, excuse me, if it's something that haunts her and makes it difficult for her sobriety. Yeah. Also, I, okay, as much as I love Dominic Fike and I love his voice and everything, his song went on forever. Yeah. I don't think they needed to play like the three minutes and like maybe they were trying from like an artistic point of view, they were trying to make us feel kind of what Rue was feeling. Like, if you've yeah. ever had somebody like perform for you or like be super vulnerable with you, sometimes you <laughs> feel this 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 way of like, I like this, like when's it gonna end? Like this kind of uncomfortable. Uncomfortableness. <laughs> like, maybe they wanted us to feel kind of like uncomfortable and like ready for it to end. Cause like maybe, maybe. that's a feeling because it is uncomfortable for like anybody to sing to you. Like no, if, totally. if I was saying to saying to me, I would be like, this is great, but I'm nervous. Yeah. So maybe no, there 100%. Some people were saying, like, it's because, like, Zendaya and Labyrinth wrote it together. So, like, she really was, like, excited for people to write the song. But I think that it should have been edited to be shorter. It just, there was definitely, like, a pace to this episode. Like, once he got to the third chorus, I was like, man, we got to cut this. What? Yeah, it just, like, it messed up the pace of the show for me. Like, and I yeah. think that we all would have appreciated that song because like no one everyone's talking about how long it was but no one's like talking about like the actual lyrics or like the significance of the song or like what it meant which like, was beautiful which was beautiful but like because it went on for too long like nobody's giving it the time of the time of day like there no one's like being like hmm and like i think that's a shame that it, it's gotten like lost in translation because uh sam levinson said we need the whole song. But I was shocked when it go, went to a bridge. I was like, my, my. <laughs> They're really getting the whole ass bridge. But I mean, it made me uncomfortable. So maybe I was supposed to feel like Rue. Maybe. 
Um, I'm just really sad that he never got to Lexi's play. And then that they kept stepping on the envelope made for Lexi. I know. That was really making me upset. I, <laughs> I was know. like, Lexi's envelope. Yeah, that was rough. Um, <clears throat> I just like, I don't like that I have this like idea of like the, the behind the scenes like wasn't good. Yeah, but like, we're not 100% true. Like, I've heard from a lot of people on, like, TikTok and, like, somebody who's, like, a family friend is, like, these are rumors. Like, point blank, they're rumors. They're not true. Like, Nate and Jules got together fine. That was not an issue that, like, did not play a role in the plot. This stu- The only stuff I don't know about is, like, the Barbie Ferreira stuff. Like, Yeah, that's... And, like, if that's the case that, like, she didn't like where her her role was going, then, like, that's a bummer. Because, like, I think that she her character had such a big role in season one. And then this season, or, like, <laughs> she, like, didn't exist. Apparently, she's the only person who hasn't signed on for season three besides Astray. Interesting. So, so but who knows? That I don't have any confirmation on. That's just from online. So I don't know what yeah. that stands for. But... Yeah, I think that a lot of the drama on set has been really overhyped, actually. So I think... Or, like, the really, really long, like, work days. Like, I know, like, Jacob Elordi has said, like, the days were, like, really hard. Besides that, I mean, just, like, the social conflict. I have no idea about, like, the the environment, like, work-wise. Like, when it comes to hours or, like, exhaustion or being naked. I know the play took, like, weeks to film. That, all I could think was, what budget does this high school have? No, the high school had a crazy budget. Like, damn. It was crazy. It was very crazy. (laughs) It was like a Broadway production, you know? It really was. It was crazy. All right, there's only a few things I want to talk about. I mean, I feel over I feel like there's nothing to be said right now about Kim and Kanye that hasn't already oh, been are said. Are we done? Are we done with Euphoria? Yeah. So, oh wait, I, tell me your thoughts. Well, I just have one more thing to say and it was that like a lot of people like hated the finale and I don't I actually thought it was good. Like I think that if they do any more freaking stuff in this episode, like it would have been too much. Like, it would have been too much. Like, we have Cal being arrested. We have somebody dying. We the, we have the play. Oh. We have, like, coming full circle with Rue's sobriety. We also have, like, Rue and Jules, in my opinion, Rue mostly realizing that, like, her chapter with Jules is done. That is a chapter yeah. that is over. Like, so basically we have, like, this relationship breakup. We have a friendship end. We have Nate and Matt Cassie breakup. So, to me, so much happened. And so many people are, like, freaking bitching about it and I think that it's annoying like I don't know if it's like people aren't watching enough tv but like you can't have everything happen in every single episode like I personally I don't know I personally can't like I take the episodes for like what they are and like yes are there some episodes that are like slower than others sure but like at the same time like I feel satisfied like I don't feel like I got gypped of anything like the only thing I feel a little gypped of is Kat's character arc that's the only thing, because I invested in her character in season one. 
So I'm a little confused with that, but everything else I felt like really good about. And honestly, like I am so over Jules and Rue. I don't even like Jules. Oh God, me too. Jules to me, like after everything with Elliot, I just, I don't know. I just didn't like her anymore. And I'm kind of bummed about it because I really liked her in season one. And I feel like in season one, it ended with like Jules leaving. And this time you have like Rue leaving. So you really have like, I don't know. I, I, to me, feel like the season was good. Like, I just wish I had more of it. It's not that, like, I feel like there was lack of substance. I just, like, I want more of it. Like, I want, yes. I want more cat. So. I know. I wanted more cat so bad. Um, <laughs> I also, what was the point, other than just to build tension, for Nate to have that, like, fully loaded gun with his dad? I think that he felt like he needed to have a gun because he needed, like, this extra boost of intimidation. I think it was like the one thing that propelled him to actually have the courage to do it was knowing he mm, had a gun. Okay. Uh, okay. That's like all I can think. Like that's, I don't really know anything else about it. Um, it was interesting though, because I didn't know it was going to happen. I didn't know if like he was going to kill him or if he kill was. Himself. Yeah. And like people are, some people are like, you should have killed him. I was like, I couldn't handle it. You can't have that much happen. You no. I was like, that was perfect. Arrest him. Yeah. Was, but then, good. like, I was confused because, like, he said he didn't want to take his dad down because he didn't want to take his dad's business down, which was one day ultimately going to be his. But, like, now isn't that all done? I think that after the play and what he saw, he, it made him realize that he, like, didn't care anymore. I feel like yeah. that was Point and he was like, I don't care about my dad's business. Like, I care. And the dream, like when we when he saw the dream with his dad, like, uh, like that's when he was fucking over it. Like, I feel like he needed to do that for like his own sanity. And at the end of the day, I do feel like it was the right thing. Like, I know it's like weird when it's like your parent to like send him to jail, but like, I'm sure Jewel wasn't Jules wasn't the only minor that he took advantage of. You know. Yeah. So, and I think I would prefer him to go to jail than be killed, honestly, because... No, totally. That doesn't really do anything. Yeah. I agree. So anyway, that's it. I'm done. We've talked about Euphoria for like 20 minutes. It's just... It was a big part of my January and February, and now it's kaput. I know. Well, do you think without the pandemic in the middle, do you think that we'll get season three faster than we got season two? I do. I do. I also okay. feel like the response to this season has been really strong. It was like, been, it broke a record on HBO for the biggest premiere ever. Like, I think that people, I think they're listening. And if like everyone's like calendars and schedules line up, I hope that doesn't take that long because two years from now, come on, there's so much hype around this show right now. And if they don't capitalize yeah. on this hype, they're losing. Then again, though, there was a lot, there was a lot of hype. It was two years, and there was a lot of hype about season two, and it was the biggest premiere, so. What do I know? I don't know nothing. All right. Something. I have one blind item. No, I have two blind items. I haven't read, like, any blinds in so long, so I'm not looking forward to them. One is a short one. One is a long one. Okay. Speaking of the actress slash muse slash drug addict, it was when one of her friends 
um, went and tried to sell the designer bag and discovered it was fake that the whole house of cards began tumbling down. Shut your mouth. No way. (laughs) So supposedly Kanye got the friend's fake Birkins and she tried to sell it and it was fake. And then everything started to fall apart. I don't believe it. I'm going to tell you why. Because Hermes has a PR team and Hermes was obviously very aware of the fact that this group got Birkin bags because it was a freaking headline the next day. If those were fake Birkins, I don't know. I I feel like we would know. I, I don't know. I don't think... I don't. I think that Kanye and Hermes are two high-profile brands. They couldn't get away with that. I really don't think so. Like, True, and it would ruin his relationship with Hermes. Yeah, I don't think so. I think that that's fake. I there's no way. There's no way. All right. Next, Hermes. They have such a tight record of who purchases Birkin bags. Like a tight ass record. Like they know their shit. They know. True. All right. We told you last year that this actress was determined to have a baby with her celebrity husband. We also told you that our very beautiful actress was getting impatient and annoyed that her attempts over the years to bring a baby into their family had been stalled or thwarted. Finally, we told you that the baby would happen within one year. Now, we were not exactly sure how the baby was going to manifest as our actress was not pregnant at the time of the original blind item. However, we stayed on baby watch knowing that baby was going to arrive within a year. Sure enough, baby is here. The entire family is delighted with the new addition, and we look forward to seeing the little tyke on vacation with mommy and daddy on the beach this summer. By the way, in case you're keeping track at home, there's only one member of that family who actually sleeps with their spouse, and our actress is still not one of them. Priyanka and Nick. Oh, yeah, for sure. I Who think- do we think? I think, we're gonna- I think it's Kevin and his wife don't sleep in the same bed. But oh, I, no. I know, but, like, I don't know. I think it's one of those things where, like, I think that part of Kevin, this is going to sound terrible, I don't want it to, but, like, the part of Kevin that makes up for the fact that he's, like, not the one that's, like, always the star or, like, the fashionable one or, like, the sexy one or the, the hot voice, well, the best voice one is the fact that he's, like, a family man. And I feel like if he lost, like, the family man aspect of him, like, I feel... Like, and this isn't me feeling this way personally. This is how I feel like image-wise it would feel for their dynamics. I feel like Kevin would feel like he doesn't have anything left. So I feel like yeah, have to keep up with the facade. And I don't know, even on their show and stuff, sometimes I felt like she was annoyed with him. And I was like, I was like, be like nicer to Kevin. Also, just like, I don't know, it's thinking about Sophie Turner and what's his name, Joe Jonas. And I'm just like, I think they're like endgame. I love them together. No, so. I agree. So, like, I don't know. Like, they spend time together. Like, there's both. Like, I don't know. And she's pregnant. Like, I don't know. I feel like... She's pregnant again? Yeah. She's pregnant with her second baby. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, I don't know. I feel like a special place in my heart for them. And I just can't imagine it. Then again, like, I really hope that Kevin and Danielle are, like, happily in love. Like, I don't want that for them. I don't want him to feel like... If he doesn't have a family that, like, means his self-worth is anything less. Like, Kevin deserves respect, and I've said this forever. Girl, I've said it for longer. You have said it for longer. (laughs) (laughs) You have. But, uh, yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay, 
this is just kind of like a random, like, I just want to know, like, your opinion on this story. So Farah Abraham of Teen Mom let her 13-year-old daughter get her septum pierced. And I um, I don't have a problem with that. You do? I don't. Me neither. I don't know why people think that makes her a bad parent. It's just a piercing. I don't. I think it's fine. Like, let your daughter express yourself. There's a lot worse things she can be doing at 13. I don't think a piercing is one of them. Like, I think it's fine. I agree. I think if it was like a tattoo, that'd be different. Totally. Like a piercing right here, you can hide it. You know, you can take it out. Like, I think it's fine. Whatever. I know. I just wanted your opinion. And that's my opinion. Thank Consider you, sis. <laughs> yes. Um, also... Oh, and I don't like her, by the way, I'd like to... I came up with oh, no. but let's just be real. She's probably... I don't know why, but I read her book, <laughs> like, a long time ago. <laughs> why? That is a weird... I never even watched Teen Mom. <laughs> that's just me. I know. It's very weird. I read it in college. I won't judge. I won't judge. I think I went through like a really loving celebrity biographies phase and I just, I just, I was fresh off Kris Jenner's and I was like, I, I need mean, another biography. <laughs> Abraham's like not even like a freaking celebrity. So like, how do you go from and then <laughs> I don't know. Um, but something that was wild was that her book every chapter had a song so it was like an audio book and but it was like these crazy like edm tracks with her just like talking with like auto-tune over it it was very crazy didn't she stick like a coca-cola can up her coochie i don't remember that i don't know (laughs) i just remember i watched a video i watched a video of her get her vagina molded once because she was making that sex toy <laughs> right I think I heard about that I was just curious I was like what how do they do that and I learned <laughs> I need to know I was curious <sighs> and this is the only other story I have honestly it's the end of a slow week I mean there's a but... lot he's going on so what there's a lot of other stuff going on so it makes sense yeah um, I mean, obviously, there's all the Kim and Kanye of it all, but like, I just feel like there. What else is there to say? Currently, yeah. I mean, he doesn't want a divorce. She's made it very clear that she does. She's changed her filing. She is adamant that he needs. She needs to be single so he can move on. And he has a lot of. Um, things that he wants that are ridiculous so my dad thinks that Kanye would have someone kill Kim that well it's that weird line in the documents right that's like something unless they're dead yeah like something like in the event that one should like pass away before the proceedings are done but he messed with the wrong woman because obviously she's been in law school like she knows what she's gonna do and she's gonna fight for what's right so she should and she should fight this and she should like things that he wants are ridiculous so ridiculous and the fact that he was like like that no one can prove that i did those posts on instagram everyone was like yes they can like millions of people have screenshots of everything you said and did you think that kim's team wasn't following his every move 
every everything and documenting it yeah like that stuff is well documented like just because you delete something doesn't mean it's gone forever yeah you should know that and i'm also just scared for pete it was kind of like an old man thing to say but cool no totally like no you can't prove i said that i'm also like really worried for pete like this sucks and I think it's a really good thing that he's filming a movie right now because it keeps him busy and working and yeah. not like focusing on all of this stuff. But people were saying that there was this video of him wearing headphones and they were like, he literally wears noise canceling headphones now anytime he enters and exits a building with paparazzi because he can't, he doesn't want to hear their questions. I don't know if that is such a rumor. I have no idea if that's true, but I was like, that's really I sad. would believe it. I mean, I would do that. That's smart. I feel like a lot of celebrities do that. Yeah, they put on headphones. Yeah. Like, I can't hear you. <laughs> exactly. Sometimes they can't. I'm sorry. But I have to go to I'm listening to listening to my new single. So. <laughs> I can't hear you over my success. I'm sorry. Um, all right, last story. Colton Underwood is engaged to his fiance after less than a year together. He is a bachelor no more. Listen, I'm happy for him. Like, I mean, is he? Okay, well, I'm happy for him that he's, like, found love. I still don't support the weird stuff he did to Cassie. That's, like, always going to be my problem with him. I'm also not going yes. to like, his fame-hungry attitude and him snubbing people in the bachelor community that supported him um also like lying in his book about a lot of people like supporting him and saying they didn't support him when they actually did all that stuff is really shady I do think that he's like an annoying person but I'm happy he found love and acceptance within himself that's true somebody I know watch what my friend not just someone I know um watch the his documentary about like when he came out and she said like the episode when he like told his church was like so heartbreaking and they were so like cruel that's really sad sad. i can't help Um, clayton the current bachelor i always call him colton oh my god me too i do it all the time but i stopped watching the season because i stopped watching weeks ago because i think it's the worst season of bachelor of all time and i think that bachelor needs to figure something out to be a shake up something i think they need to have a high profile contestant they have yeah, to stop Chloe. being contestant like we need a, like a high like remember what like i think they shot themselves in the foot when they hired um matt james because nobody knew who he was so a lot of people like started to be like i don't want to and then they had so many seasons back to back like why did we have two bachelorette seasons back to back so weird and it everybody was very had- weird I don't know a single person who's like doesn't have burnout from The Bachelor and thinks that it's like dying. So they need to no, revive. We need some resuscitation up in this franchise. Yes, yes. Emily, do you have anything else you want to talk about? Um, let's see. Is there like anything else? Um, no, not really. Like. I've been watching Marvelous Mrs. Maisel now that's back. That's like the only like show that's like with new episodes coming out that I've been watching, but I haven't really been keeping up with a lot of like the other shows besides like Housewives of New Jersey, but I know that you don't watch that, so but not yet. But 
it is a new season. So those are like the only two new like shows in my rotation. Then in terms of like life stuff, it's really just, you know, more the world current events that my mind's kind of focusing on and less so like the yeah. other stuff. It has been fashion weeks. Like we, we had, you know, New York and we had London and Milan and Paris. And it's been a very interesting fashion week. I feel like the shows are kind of strange. Um, yeah. I think it's really funny if you all have a chance, go take a look at the Versace show or Versace show. And you'll see that um, the uh, influence from what's her name? Um, Julia Fox in that show within the, the makeup is so really it looks like Julia Fox like every look so that's wild not every look but the way that it's styled um but yeah I feel like it's kind of in a weird just like a weird fashion season I just think that there's like too much going on um and a mm-hmm. lot of like really like a lot of brands are having like silent shows like to pay their respect and like are finding ways but it's like an interesting time. So, but yeah. And the SAG awards were last night too. Yes. And there were some very good red carpet looks. Lady Gaga looked so beautiful. Selena Gomez looked stunning. I mean, there were just, yes. I mean, there were some bad Zendaya. looks. Yeah. But there Zendaya was great, but there were some absolutely beautiful looks like so good. So that's kind of all that's really going on. Um, oh, I started making sourdough. That's it. Oh, hell yeah. I've <laughs> been in the world of dating. I went on a date with that boy. He was very sweet, very nice, very cute. So we'll see what happens. Who knows? We'll see what happens. We're on the date watch. We're on the date watch. Um, I was a very safe girl. I, I sent Emily. I was like down the street from her, but I sent her my location just in case. Yeah. <laughs> I even told I even told him I was like I sent my friends my location. <laughs> he was like, you know what? He goes, you know what? I love that you look out for yourself. A hundred percent. Like that was very smart, and I was very proud of you when I got that text. I was like, very wise. Yeah. Whatever happened to like the last guy you were seeing? Did we talk about him on the podcast at all? No. What? Who? What? Oh, he just like randomly was like, I'm not ready for a relationship. Oh, I was like, okay, right, right. Wow. He has some red flags. He did have some red flags. He's lost. All right. Well, until next time, we are leaving you on red. On red. This has been a Jesse and a podcast. Bye.